aliens are invading! Well, it is July. Oh, 2020 sucks. Quick, turn to the exposition device! We recommend bringing back a time traveler from the future. Well, that sounds totally logical. Studio 3, and it's July 2020. 2020 July? Why would you bring back to here? Avalanche! Tetsuo! Ganida! Onita? It's over 9,000! Nani? Configure the language logic interface for Japanese. Wi-Fi. 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 Wi-Fi Radio! And welcome to Kawaii Fire Radio, the podcast where we look into the world of anime and manga. I'm Kyle, and joining me are my co-host Kenny and Loz. Yes, yeah. we've roped in another unsuspecting victim to yeah. the team. Yes, we brought this one fresh from the future, December 2020. Oh no! I didn't want to come back here. Do you guys still have murder hornets? Yes. Uh, yeah, they were, they're a thing. I think they're still a thing. Uh, how's December? Well, we don't longer have toilets. Do you, do you still have those? Uh, yeah. Ah, okay. What happened? All anime is now only CG, nothing else. So. Oh, well, well, good CG or idle CG? No, my friend. The idol CG. Oh no! <laughs> 2020. <laughs> but yes, welcome on board, Laura. Um, Thank we you. do have obviously a, a, a much larger team coming to you. We've got two more people uh, to introduce you to the team in the coming weeks as well. We've expanded to six of us, Ooh. so there's going to be a lot more stuff coming out of Kawaii Fight in the future. It means we can kind of uh, rotate our team members and like give people a break, enough time to actually watch the anime that we've been missing. Yeah, well, like mm-hmm. at the moment, Dee is currently getting ready to, well, she's moved house and now starting uni, so, so um, exciting. yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's keeping her busy, which means we get lovely Laura this week. Hi. Good old Loz. Now, um, Loz, give us a bit of a background. What sort of stuff do you like anime-wise? Hmm, like honestly, I'm a wild jack of all trades when it comes to my anime taste. Like, I remember thinking about what are my top five shows, and I was like, mm, I don't know, Code Geass, like Berserk, mm. maybe Fruits Basket, and maybe, like, I don't know, Princess Tutu. I'm like, what is that combination <laughs> of things? It's so wild. Um, so, yeah, I watch. All I'm all imagining genres. is like Princess Tutu, but with the Berserks. Yeah. With the gut sword, and then like a hero's there in a Princess Tutu outfit, but then it's like a romance <laughs> drama. What's happening? Th- then throw in a good Splash of Idol for, you know. Sure, why not? Just just to make it great. Oh, but, <laughs> but all the Idol songs are sung by the cast of Berserk. And they're zombies. <laughs> You're really keen on this at Berserk crossover, aren't you, Kenny? Uh, heaps, totally. I want to see this now. Yeah. Why not? Well, on the note of something that we have actually been watching, let's talk about Brand New Animal. Yes. Now, where Kenny and I haven't finished it, but Loz, I think you've pretty much yeah, smashed the whole thing out. I did. I really enjoyed it as a whole. I mm. thought it was a really good series in terms of it it started, it had a middle, it finished, and I really <laughs> like that. That's so important. I hate when series just kind of drop off at the end and they just don't mm. have a conclusion. Yeah, it feels like they run out of steam. Oh, my gosh. So I was so happy to know that, yeah, BNA, it does finish well. So that's mm. that's positive so if you haven't finished it yet. So a, that's a somewhat good. satisfactory conflu- conclusion? Yeah, I was I was happy enough with it. Hmm, yeah. Okay. So we, we if you haven't caught Brand New Animal, this is uh, – Studio Trigger's latest outing of a series. It's a completely original story that they've come up with. And, of course, like anything from Studio 
trigger. You, you'll need to give your eyes a rest afterwards because vivid, bright colours, pretty fluid animation and you know, very interesting character designs. Um, though I do understand there has been some criticism from a brand new animal about not kind of covering off a lot of the world that it's built itself upon, like not answering some questions which are kind of important to the plot. Oh. Yeah, I kind of found like, I, I again, I really enjoyed the animation. Always Studio Trigger always smashes it out of they the park. Deliver. Sidebar, Cyberpunk, Studio Trigger, what, what? Yeah, so excited. Uh, but yeah, no, so Studio Trigger did a great job. Um, the music was great. I actually watched the English dub, which was awesome. So I was really happy with that. Um, in, in general, the characters were fine, but I felt like they needed a little more building and the world building was pretty Basic. lacking. Yeah. So I, I felt like it, with a story like this that really needed to rely on its world building and how do we get here, it's like I needed a bit more from that. Do we expect a second season at all or was it very, very conclusive? No, I, f- I feel like it's done on this. Yeah, Unless I, they pull out maybe a movie or something. Fr- from everything yeah. I heard as well, it was meant to be kind of a, like a 12 and done sort of thing. Mm. Like Once they've finished the series, it was meant to be that whole arc. And let's be honest, like original anime, it is hard to get more than 12 episodes for. Yeah. Um, because, you know, backers want to back a sure thing. They want to get behind things that are you know, already have an audience like a manga or a light novel series. Whereas yeah. if you're going, well, this is a completely brand new IP, it's a bit harder to get people to cough up the cash for it. I guess that makes sense. Then again, like Studio Trigger, you put that name on that and everyone's like, I mean, I'll watch it. Whatever you yeah. want from me, Trigger, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do it for well, you. Well, I mean, Promare worked great, for instance. Oh, Promare was so. amazing. Absolutely. Well, look, we do need to talk about the summer anime season because it is here and it's, it's here. time for us to talk about what we're keeping an eye on this season. And we're not going to do what we normally do where we do every single anime and keep you here for four hours like we did last spring because, my lord, that season was ridiculous. Sorry, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) But um, with all the delays we've seen in recent months, this season is looking like a bumper for returning shows in particular, and there are a few fun releases. So if you're enjoying what you're hearing so far, maybe consider hit that subscribe button. But before we get into this episode's main topics, it's time for the anime news. Making headlines. Really? Sort of. Anime news. Yes, it's the good old days of looking on Anime News Network and Crunchyroll News and pretty much anywhere that'll give me my anime information these days because everyone's got a got a channel for it. Um, let's talk about something a little bit interesting that's happening over in Japan at the moment because Japan cinemas have started reopening after their lockdown's kind of been reduced. Except uh, what movies would be out these days? Well, four Studio Ghibli films have what? again ranked in the Japanese box office's top ten. Wait, new film? No, no. They've taken spots one to three and eight. Spirited Away, Princess Mononoke, and Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind in that order. So no Pokemon, no Doraemon. Nope. Old Studio Ghibli? Yep. And then Studio Ghibli just released like a bunch of their old stock in cinema and just rake in a bunch of money oh yeah that money and uh if you if you have a look at the figures it's it's no small sum either they've done quite well um they also put tales of fc up um as well which uh came in eighth which um i think might be the highest it's ever been at the box office absolutely bless that movie was it was it was not a bad movie Mm. But Goro Miyazaki definitely did try and fit like four books worth of mm. Ursula Le Guin's content and smashed it together until it worked. Like, I'll make this happen. <laughs> no mean feat. But uh, so, yeah, so that was a Goro Miyazaki. Is this sort of building hype for his uh, new it, one? It could be for Eelwig uh, uh, and the Witch. Yeah. Um, I think it's got like four different names now, depending on localization. Is that the CG one that's coming mm-hmm. out? Mm-hmm. It, it looks, looks really like interesting. It's made from Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Hey, yeah. look. I like the art style no, personally. I, 
I'll give it a try. It looks kind of Dragon Questy, like mm. that new kind of 3D model. And look, if it's got Ghibli oh, I'm not attached s- to it, I'm not disparaging it. It looks <laughs> like a fascinating kind of thing to bring Definitely to cinema. Definitely give it a try. Well, it's interesting because so Studio Ghibli and Toho launched a campaign to show the studio's movies in 396 theaters in Japan, and this is part of a bid to reinvigorate Japan's cinema market after it shut down. Because Makes sense. Obviously, with the American market being closed as well, it's limiting what they're getting over there too. Of course. Okay, so you said they were in the top three and then eight was Tales of Earthsea. So let's have a guess. What's number one? What do you guys think? I'm going to go Spirited Away. You reckon? Um, Okay. Uh, Princess Mononoke. Yeah, close. Uh, One and two. So Ah, Spirited Away, then Princess Mononoke. Okay, I'm... Both. 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 Both is good. Both is good. Both is good. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, look, that, that's um, the way the cinemas have been operating in Japan at the moment. We are expecting um, a lot more films to come out in the coming weeks, and even ones that kind of started showing and then had to stop because of, obviously, the lockdowns over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but that brings us on to something a little bit different, which is our second topic for this, which is Attack on Titan's fourth season. Oh, yes. Now, everyone who's been watching Attack on Titan is very excited about we're finally getting to this kind of the final arc of the main story Um, but there's been a bit of a change of hands it's no longer being done by Wit Studios oh what yeah Um, and Loz was actually the one that put me onto this it's now being done by Mapper instead yeah super wild like I was so surprised when I heard that Wit Studio wasn't finishing off Attack on Titan they've been producing Attack on Titan and Mm. animating it since the start of this adaptation and it's so wild at the last minute to hand it off to another studio, but the studio mm. is none other than Drumroll, Mapper, and honestly, Studio Mapper, anything they do is excellent, so I'm sure it'll be great. I mean, Mapper is great. I like You can't question their quality, but um, why is this handoff happening? Yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, essentially, so Twin Engine is the company. So, you, you know, whenever you get an anime that starts up and there's those guys riding along on the motorbikes and then there's a different uh, studio that pops up? Yeah, yeah. Ah. Twin Engine are the primary production company, and they're the ones who decide who does the animation and who can do you know, um, the special effects, the sound, and so on. So they they bring the project together, and then they organize who does what. Um, And in this particular case, it sounds like the time slot they had planned for releasing Season 4 is actually when Wit Studios has way too many projects on its plate to begin with. Uh Um, uh, In particular, Vinland Saga Season 2. Oh, my God. Vinland Saga (gasps) is so good. Um, And there's about three other big ones Wit have all scheduled for that same time period. So they didn't really have the capacity to take on another project, which is a shame. Um, but at least it's gone to Mapper and not like, you know, Studio Dean or <laughs> JC staff. Like, don't be wrong. Sometimes they put out gems, but I don't trust them with this quality of animation. <laughs> yeah, this all. is, I feel like this is a very worthy kind of a successor for it. They've mm. got a very yeah. similar kind of MO, so I'm yeah. very intrigued by this. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how like the character designs change and so forth. But, um, mm. you know, we'll just have to wait and see. And I don't yeah. think that comes Ooh. out till 2021 at this stage. I'm worried, but mm. at the same time, as long as it's close enough i hope they don't go mm. a huge model change or anything like that but yeah. i don't think they'd be able to get away with it because Surely it would not. be too much of a departure mm-hmm. um now let's uh let's go through the corona news mm. um now the good news is there is a lot less corona news this time Hooray! because last time it was like two pages of stuff and it mm. was just become ridiculous so um 
the, this season's TV adaptation of Ikebukuro Westgate Park, the novel, has been pushed back to October, along with uh, Dropout Idol Fruit Tart and Assault Lily Bouquet. Um, all three of those are meant to come out this season, um, and in, in particular Westgate Park, the novel is massive in Japan mm, and very I've read popular. The manga, actually. Oh yeah, well there you go. Um, so there's a lot of people who are a bit disappointed by that. Um, for our listeners who are in Houston, Texas, the Anime Matsuri Convention has been rescheduled until next year under mm. order from the mayor, and those hoping to head to Universal. Studio Japan's Super Nintendo World will have to put back your trip again. Uh, the theme park has decided to delay its Phase 1 opening to prevent overcrowding. Uh. Um, but if you keep in mind, they were kind of pushing that forward a bit to try and get it open before the Olympics. That's obviously not so much of an issue right now. So, big F in the chat. Um, I was supposed to be leaving for Japan next week. Oh. Literally next Thursday. <laughs> I was supposed to be going to the Olympics. I was supposed to be going to Universal Studios, oh. uh, Nintendo oh. Land. I was supposed to be going to Ghibli Museum. So, I'm so yeah. sad. I like. Obviously, this is a terrible, terrible pandemic and it's mm. awful and I wouldn't want this to be handled any other way but i'm still i'm very sad oh absolutely <laughs> i mean we've been meaning to go to for a few years kenny yeah. and i yeah. um even had tickets once and then the other people were going with bail which no. really disappointed us it happens. um but um Life there happens. however there are some good updates on releases so uh the new higurashi when they cry anime adaptation is now going to air in october so that was excited. meant to be this season as well but they've now went okay we've definitely got a release date um, live action Keep Your Hands Off Izuken film will open in Japanese cinemas on September 25th yes. that was meant to be May I believe mm. and the Studio Ghibli Museum is aiming to gradually reopen itself to the public uh, starting this month with just local residents in the area surrounding it and planning to expand its access lead up to September having international visitors again it was so cute. Like, I don't know if anyone has been doing this, but they have been doing kind of tours online, Studio mm. Ghibli, which is so sweet. So you can kind of still go there. I was really tempted to do it, but then I was like, I won't uh, spoil especially myself. Especially <laughs> when you consider that up until this point, you were not allowed to take photographs inside the Studio no. Ghibli Museum. Mm -hmm. It's a really quite surprising for them to do it. Um, well, let's look. We'll get over the headlines about what's been making news the past two weeks. Animation fans in Brazil and Mexico will be getting a heap of new anime in the coming months, with Funimation announcing it will expand its streaming service this fall to the countries. The company plans to offer anime titles for both subtitles and dubs in Spanish and Portuguese. Staying with streaming services, Funimation will add all episodes of Naruto Shippuden and the first 51 episodes of Boruto Naruto Next Generations to its UK and Ireland streaming services. The series will be available in both English and Japanese, with uh, the dub available straight away at launch. Crunchyroll has announced it will be adding Reincarnated as a Slime's upcoming fifth OVA in November after a delay in release due to the virus. And retro anime streaming service Retro Crush is adding 10 classic animes to its back catalogue throughout July, including One Million Year Trip Banda Book, Ambassador Magma and Shin Getter Robot. Several upcoming anime projects have made announcements this past fortnight as well, with both film and TV projects receiving revised release dates. Dr. Stone's second season has announced it's planning to premiere in January next year, with the new season adapting the Stone Wars arc. Hot off the back of this season's Uzaki-chan wants to hang out, another Teasing Girl manga is getting an anime adaptation. A Twitter account was opened this week to announce Don't Mess With Me, Nagatoro. The manga is receiving a television adaptation in the near future, with Sumeri Usaka of Bang Dream fame voicing the main character. 
G-Kids has licensed Studio Ghibli's first CG feature, Earwig and the Witch, which is planned for release in theatres in North America early 2021. And O Maiden's In Your Savage Season is receiving a live-action series, along with two additional chapters for the manga, planned for release in August and September. Heading over to the bookshelves, and the Haikyuu manga has reached the climax of its final arc, with the next two chapters expected to include extra-long chapter numbers to tie up the remaining story arcs. A certain Magic Index spin-off manga, A Certain Scientific Accelerator, is also coming to an end, with its last chapter due out this month. And the manga for this season's School Life series, Diary of Our Days at the Breakwater manga, is heading on hiatus due to flooding, preventing the creator from working. And there's some good news from Kyoto Animation, with the studio announcing it's accepting job applications again for animators and 3D CG staff, among many other roles. The studio had postponed recruiting for the 2021 fiscal year due to the spread of the coronavirus and hadn't openly been recruiting after a fire tore through the company's Studio One building in July last year. And that's your anime news for the week ending July 12, 2020. Kawaii Fire Radio. That's a lot of anime. Oh, there's so many. No, I didn't watch them all. Summer anime. Ah, yes. We, we've got this lovely Beach Boys soundtrack and oh, we're summer. here freezing in the <laughs> southern hemisphere. <laughs> so, this season's anime. We have a lot going on and it's all looking quite interesting, to be honest. Yeah. Um, surprised. I thought this season would be absolutely a write-off with all the delays and mm. stuff like that as well, but actually it's a really good season. It is. Um, th- there's a lot of returning series as well, like se- uh, season twos, threes, fours of, and even a season five, five for one particular show coming mm-hmm. up. Um, and this brings us to our first uh, one of the new shows we want to talk about. With an unusual name, I think you might say. It's called Decker Dense. Um, it's not about shiny stuff. No? no? Well, yes and no. It doesn't really feel like it really is about anything shiny, considering it's about giant monsters. Oh. Um, so I, I, I've been quite surprised by it so far. I really enjoyed what I've seen in the first episode is so this far. It's kind of just another case of it being a name that sounds kind of cool, so they slapped it on there. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, literally. You sure uh, it's not everything covered in chocolate, like decadence? No, no, no definitely. Okay. Well, is everything covered in slime and. Alien guts sort of things. Um, So this is a original uh, anime series by Studio Nut, um, (laughs) who who we've uh, Uh, always take the mickey out of because what a name. Um, It's airing on Wednesdays, just uh, 30 minutes before midnight, so 11.30pm in Japan. Um, The summary is pretty simple. Many years have passed since humanity was driven to the brink of extinction by the sudden emergence of the unknown life forms Gadol. These humans that survive now dwell in a 3,000-metre-high mobile fortress called Decadence, built to protect themselves from the threat. The citizens of Decadence fall into two categories, gears, warriors who fight the Gadol daily, and the tankers, those without the skills to fight but living within the giant structure. One day, Natsume, a tanker girl who dreams of becoming a gear, meets the surly Kaburagi, an armour repairman on Decadence. This chance meeting between the seemingly two opposites, the girl with a positive attitude who never gives up on her dreams and the realist who has given up on his will eventually shake the future of this world. Okay, so it's like Mortal Engines fighting Gal Gadot, who's Wonder Woman. That's what I'm seeing. <laughs> um, and then it's like Tank Girl in kind of like a Mad Max situation. Did I get it right? Uh, sort of. <laughs> um, um, I would more say like Mortal Engines, but uh, 
You know Attack on Titan? Uh, yeah. That. that. Um, so, <laughs> just that. So just, just to, to cover off a few things, Studio Nut did FLCL Alternative, which oh, was oh. the recent reboot, and the saga of Tanya the Evil, um, oh, but okay. were not involved in Isekai Quartet, so go figure. Um, pretty good so far um, from what I've seen, music and animation-wise. Um, a bit less detailed than some, as you'd expect, but it's got the lighting really good. Okay. It's uh, When I first saw the trailer, I had a bunch of questions because you can't help but compare it to Attack on Titan. And I just thought, okay, my questions are, where are they living? What are they fighting? And what are they using to fight? Because mm. with Attack Giant on- needles. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> so they've. Uh, it's very Attack on Titan, as in they have movementy sort of gear, which mm-hmm. is sort of in zero gravity. Um, they kind of create small pocket areas of the zero gravity, and they pierce the creatures with needlepoint weapons to extract their green blood, what? which they then use to power the moving city. Okay, I've got a few questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Why does the goo run the city? Why needles? Why? What do you mean by? Zero gravity pocket. It li- literally looks like yet, a shiny obviously. bubble. Um, <laughs> so it's confused. it's really weird. Um, you, if you watch the first episode, you will get everything you need to know in that first episode, That's which is pretty know. good. Okay, um, which and they, is a great way to actually you know set up if you just. Mm. You can establish yourself in the first episode, you've won. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the other thing I found interesting from it is they eat the meat of the gadols. Um, here's the thing, like. The Gadols, depending on where you get your synopsis, it suggests that they could have been humans once. This is an Evangelion thing. Yeah, well, does that mean it's technically cannibalism? Yikes. Uh, um, we'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, the heroine Natsume has the same haircut as Emma from The Promised Netherland in colour, but definitely a completely different character. Maybe she's, like, older. This is, like, after The Promised Neverland. I've finished the oh, manga. Oh, God. No spoilers. I, I have finished the manga, and no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also some great secondary story elements they kind of just throw in in that first episode as well, like different storylines that will you know pop up, which make you go, "Ooh, how's that happened? How's that happened?" So look, I don't know. The last few seconds of the first episode just made me think, "What the heck is happening?" Yeah, it's amazing. I in love it. A good it. way or a bad way? Yes. Okay. <laughs> both. I'm, both. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I like. I'm super interested in this. Again, I watched the PV, and mm. I was confused, but <laughs> in a positive way. So I'm keen for kind of more like yeah, Attack on Titan, Carbonary Iron Fortress kind of yeah. style. Finding big monsters, the zero gravity thing weirds me out, and also the weird cannibalism with the needles and the sub gravity yeah. space. But um, sure, the, I'll give it a try. Al- also, Decadent <laughs> seems to have a giant fist weapon to punch bad people. Okay. Um, it's amazing. Right. Um, is this it's, thing piloted by Armstrong from FML? It should be, but it isn't. Oh, um, so, oh, sorry. Uh, action, sci-fi, adventure airs on Wednesday. We're expecting 12 episodes of this, and you can catch it on Anime Lab, Funimation, good old Wackenim, Hulu, Billy Billy if you're in China, and Annie Plus and Annie Plus Asia for the rest of Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, but that brings us to something which is I, this is fitting for what we were talking about at the beginning of the episode with time travel. It's, I'll leave this to you, Kenny, because I don't want to touch it. Yeah, this thing is called uh, Gibiate, I think. I think. Gibiate. Uh, this uh, hey. could, could hey. be Gibiate. <laughs> it's, uh, you you come to me on the day of Gibiate's wedding. <laughs> uh, it is nothing to do with Godfather. Which makes me sad. No, no, this is a uh, post-apocalyptic. Uh, mm-hmm. This is post-apocalyptic, but starring people from the past. Eh? Yeah, I don't don't get it. I really don't get it. Okay, so story time. 
In 2030, okay. mm, people in Japan are turning into different forms of monsters based on their age, gender, and race. Like I have a question. Yep. Already, I've just got a question. Mm. What? <laughs> <laughs> that is a good question. It's a valid uh, question. The illness is called Gibia, after being very rich in variety like Gibia. Okay, I'll quickly quickly interject on this because I had to do some research. So Gibia is actually the French word for game animals. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, i.e. wild animal hunted for food. It is found very prominently, which is where they've taken. I don't know why they've spelt it differently, but that's the closest connection I could find. So people are turning into game animals. Okay. Yep. A samurai and a ninja appear in the blighted wasteland of Japan. They both travelled from the early Edo period, fighting together with the help of a doctor who tries to find a cure uh, for me. Gibia. Excuse me, just, sir? Say, yeah, just, just another question I've got. I've just got a few, <laughs> yeah. just a few questions just on the side. What? <laughs> Good question. This is why we watch anime, though, isn't it? So, okay, they what, face though? ceaseless attacks from the Jibia and outlaws that attack travelers for food. And so they start their dangerous journey with enemies all around. So, uh, th- there's, there's a lot to wow. unpack in this. It's essentially time-traveling ninjas and... Samurai. Samurais and martial arts and horror and fantasy and... Um, Something interesting here, though. Um, this is a joint collaboration between Launchbox and Studio L. Now, mm. they will not be very familiar to many people. Um, Launchbox, I could not find very much in the studio, but they appear to be a support studio, which is joining the big leagues. Studio L, there is a lot on these guys if you do a deep. They are a Japanese support studio, originally specializing in cell painting up until 2005. Ooh. They later absorbed animation studio Jackie and Anime Spot and its staff in 2012. They've been involved in a lot of big animes as a support company. Your Name, Yuri on Ice, wow. Sword Art Online, My Hero Academia, Darling in the Franks. That's just to name a few. Their oh list gosh. is huge. And these are the guys who did all the painting and shading for that. And so, so these two are sort of combining to sort of make... A... With their powers combined. Yeah. Ooh. So okay. um, I, I have high hopes for this. I uh, have sort of middling hopes. This kind of looks like what I've kind of deemed uh, katana porn. It's basically just <laughs> saying <laughs> that the katana and the Edo period samurai warriors are yeah. like the ultimate weapons and yeah i mean the, that the, kind of stuff the other thing as well much. is that this is an original mm. series and it's that. being created by the Jibiate project an ip development group consisting of internationally renowned japanese creators such as yoshita amano from final fantasy oh. naoki sarazawa from biohazard and resident evil Whoa. and then musicians such as yujo koziro composer of ys and act razor and the yoshida brothers world-renowned shamanist group and sugio the guitarist from Luna X japan now none of these guys are animators no, I mean, Amano-san's <laughs> done beautiful artwork for Final Fantasy. Like, mm, all of that absolutely. traditional artwork you've seen on mm. all the Final Fantasy covers, that's all Amano. <sighs> but also, when we watch the PV for this, it's, like, weirdly CG everywhere. So where's mm. Amano's coming th- There's a load of, through? like, um, depending on which PV you watch, there is a one where it's, like, all these sketches. Mm. And random voice acting. But all of the ones I've seen so far seem more interested in showing off who's involved in the project than what it's about. Which makes me feel like this is a kind of a big passion project kind mm. of deal. Well, the first episode still isn't out. It's out next week, July 15th. And there's there's a few this season which we haven't obviously been able to watch because they're not out yet. Mm-hmm. Um, because everything's a mess. Because Rona. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> but this this looks interesting. I'm, I definitely want to give it a shot. I'm intrigued. I'll give it the three episode, but I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm a little I'm, worried just based yeah. on... just. 
what if we just threw all these people that are good and smash them together and see what happens? But uh, look, it, it might still be good. We don't know. Mm, well, this one airs on Wednesdays at 10 p.m. and you can catch it on Crunchyroll Worldwide, mm. which, um, you know, it's always good when we don't have to say, hey, there's these 67 <laughs> different services you've got to check out if you want to find it. Yeah. Um, now... Loz, I think you're pretty excited about I'm this. I'm so excited. Okay, Take so it away. this next one's called The God of High School. If you haven't seen it yet, it is so much fun. It's based on a manhwa, and if you've ever read a manhwa, which is a Korean manga, then you you kind of come across a lot of these fighting high school martial arts uh, style stories. That and seems it to just, be kind of a trend, doesn't it? It absolutely is. And it feels like, like I felt like I was transported back to like late 90s, early 2000s, like Tenjo Tenjay mm. kind of style. And this, it's just awesome. So the animation is so fluid and it's just Super cool. So I'll give you a rundown about what the God of High School is about. So Jin Mori has proclaimed himself the strongest high schooler. Of course he has. His life <laughs> changes when he's invited to participate in the God of High School tournament to determine the strongest high schooler of all. Hello, Dragon Ball Z vibes. Yeah. He's told that if he wins, any wish he makes will be granted. All the participants are powerful contenders for the f- and who fights the hardest for their own wishes. So if you win the fight, you get a wish. But Again, we're going to summon Ball the Z Dragon Balls, vibes, yeah. But without a giant dragon. Unless, I don't know, I haven't seen Dragon mm. yet. Um, what awaits him at the end of the tournament? A chaotic battle between unbelievably strong high schoolers is about to begin, and the first episode is so good. Can they wish for infinite wishes? What if? No. <laughs> um, just going to put it out. This is Korean high school street fighter on steroids. Oh my God, so much. Like, amazingly so. And it's I amazing. just have to wonder about that concept. It was like, was there a massive demand in this world for like people to like people watching like wrestling and boxing and stuff and just thinking, I want to see high school students beat the ever loving daylights out of each other? Because that's perfectly reasonable. Like, is that is it though? I mean Apparently. like think about like we've had Megalobox and mm. like Epo being such a huge boxing manga. I mean people oh, yeah, love yeah. fighting mm. and particularly martial arts and again we mentioned Dragon Ball Z and Tenjo Tenje, like mm. we haven't seen a big martial arts tournament kind of style anime in a while, so I'm I think super the last time this. we saw anything similar to that was in One Punch Man, and that was mostly having Saitama just yeah. kind of watching everyone else. Absolutely and, yeah, more it was like kind of more silly than anything. Superhero. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, One Punch Man was definitely more satire. Mm. Um th- but then again, this is is very funny. Oh, like the comedy, yeah. in the this comedy is, on point. is so funny. And I did not mention, but the most important thing that you guys need to know is it's by one of my faves, Studio Mapper. So mm-hmm. we know it's and we trust be good. all of their stuff pretty much. I mean, Uranice, Banana Fish, Dotoro, just some things they've done in the last few years, and they we trust them. And let, let's be honest as well. Like this is part of Crunchyroll's Crunchyroll original lineup, which is the, uh, the basically their own internal studio that they've organized. So you know how I was saying like Twin Engine, like cast out to other people to do the work. Yeah, yeah. Same sort of thing Crunchyroll has said, this is what something we want adapted, who's willing to do it? And the cool thing about this, like if anyone's watching Tower of God at the moment, that's another mm. similar thing with the Crunchyroll originals. So that's another webtoon like the God of High School that's been picked up and they're doing an anime for it. Yeah, the Crunchyroll lineup has been like uh, pretty successful to say Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. worth keeping your eyes I'm, on. I'm and actually... this is like another just sort of like... This looks so good. Looks I'm so actually good. very excited be- that we're starting to get some Korean manhwas adapted Absolutely. because one of my favourites, which is Solo Leveling, which is a recent one, I want that adapted so bad because, mm. oh my lord. Message it, Crunchyroll. Yeah. Hello, I would like this for Christmas. I actually know someone at Crunchyroll. Hey. I might message her. You know a guy. <laughs> I know a guy. My a girl. works at Crunchyroll. Yeah, someone that works at Crunchyroll. What do you do? I work at the shop. Oh, <laughs> you can do things, right? Um, 
This airs on Mondays at 11.30 at night. Um, There are going to be 13 episodes, action, fantasy, martial arts, sci-fi, supernatural, PG-13, and you can catch it on Crunchyroll and because of their relationship, Anaplus, Billy Billy, and Muse Asia. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, on that note, we should probably mention that uh, Gibiate, which we were mentioning earlier, that's likely to have an M15 or higher rating, so obviously keep the kiddies away from that one. Oh, yeah, we should, yeah. (laughs) Um, Now... I am the Great Pretender. Wait, you're not really Kyle? No, I'm not. Um, the Great Pretender. This is a Netflixy. Um, it's been released worldwide, and this is wow. Um, this is something rather pretty. It looks fun. It does. Um, this is actually, strangely enough, the first anime given permission to use any of Freddie Mercury's music, any and of I, Queen's music, any of surely. Queen's music as well. Yeah. Um, and it's using obviously the song "The Great Pretender" um, for the outro, not the opening. And this is Wit Studios, so um, it's going to be good. So, "Great Pretender" is about Masato Edamara, who is supposedly Japan's greatest swindler, and together with his partner Kudo, they try to trick a Frenchman in Asakusa, but unexpectedly get tricked themselves. Uh-oh. The Frenchman whom they tried to swindle, who is definitely not named Lupin. Turns out to be Laurent Thierry, a much higher level confidence man in control of the mafias. Yep, plural. For some reason, on all the websites, mafias. I mean, maybe. Well, there's Um, like there's sort of different family groups and all that kind of stuff. Not that I know. One mafia, two mafias, three mafiosos. Let's go with that. (laughs) Is it mafiai? (laughs) Mud <laughs> um, Edamura is yet to find out what fate awaits him after having engaged the French in the Frenchman's dirty jobs and bet made a bet to become his underling if he failed. And you kind of get a sense for uh, the direction this guy's life is uh, going in when it opens up on him hanging upside down from the Hollywood sign. You're hanging yeah. up the Y and he's like, help it's, me. It's just like you kind of get a distinct feel for it. It's like, okay, yeah, we have an mm-hmm. idea of where this is going. <laughs> Now, this is um, a one of those cases where it's been released in batches of five on Netflix um, worldwide, so we don't have to wait until the end of the season for it actually to show up, like Brand New Animal or Beastars or anything like that. Um, there are 15 episodes mm-hmm. out at the moment, out of 23. Um, in the next two weeks, each week, one should be getting released on Thursday. And it seems like every uh, five or so episodes is kind of like a... Uh a volume, a you'd say? Yeah, yeah, like a, like a mini arc. arc yeah, yeah um, it looks amazing. Um, animation's really it's slick. So colorful. Yeah, it's so nice. Yeah, the background has kind of like a very, oh, what would you even call it? Like an art deco kind of thing going mm. on, where it's like very, very uh, vibrant colors. I'm trying to think of something to compare it to that is not paprika. Um, <laughs> Maybe hmm, what's that one? It's it's kind of like it's what's hmm, pepper, salt. It's another kind of spice. Oh, it's a movie paprika. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Got him. Yeah, um, it is. It is very. Um, there, there are some really beautiful bits of tone to it. There are some s- shots which make you go, "This looks like a Makoto Shinkai shot." Mm. So, uh, it's also highly recommend. Set in the nineties, which is um, yeah, an is that nineties film? It. Absolutely. Actually, it reminded me very, very much of a movie from the late eighties, um, "Dirty Rotten Scoundrels." Anyone see that one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not for me. Nope, haven't seen it. Might have to hit you up, but very kind of a similar premise, like a Mm. low-level con man 
meets like a high level con man and they try to out con each other. It's kind of that it, kind it's, of thing. It's a brilliant idea. I mean, the first thing I saw when I watched the first episode is I immediately got Bacano vibes. So that oh. kind of like mafia and the that music comedy, as well. the music, the jazz, mm. and the bright colors. Like it kind of feels a they, bit like that. They also that to did me. that brilliant switch between. So everyone's talking in broken English in the lead up mm. um, to make it sound like they're trying to talk to one another in a common common language well, they're that in both Los of them Angeles, speak. So, yeah. yeah, and then they go to a point and go, just to make this easy on you, we're going to just change all dialogue to Japanese. And it's like, oh yeah, that's easy, like, cool, cool. Okay, thank you, Mr. Director. Let's yeah. go. On. And yeah, then from there, the rest it. of the show, even when they're speaking in English, is in Japanese, which, you know, considering it's targeted at a Japanese audience, kind of important. Yeah. Um, but look, this is um, already on Netflix, and I think by the end of July, the entire thing should be up on there. So definitely check it out. Um, yeah, 23 absolutely. episodes, 23 minutes. It's action, adventure, crime, and comedy. With studio, no rating at this point, and surprisingly... An original product. Well, I consider because maybe there's like references to crime and drugs and adult themes like that. Mm. It'll have kind of a high use. Yeah, there was P- drugs PGM. in the first, in the first episode. So or I'm impli- chuck an MA in, on there. Implied drug use. Yeah. Yeah. Just in case. Just in case. But yeah, uh, look. I mean, obviously not not one for the kids, but mm. it's definitely definitely worth a look. Yeah, it looks it looks really good and. Already the characters are so fun after one episode. Mm. So. Now, this is bringing us to something which is a bit more romantic, if you will. Romantic. Um, Otome Games, of course, I love them. They're so trash. Mm. <laughs> and, of course, we have Mr. Love, Queen's Choice, which Ooh. is... It, just, it looks very, very pretty. It looks gorgeous. And again, we can thank... Uh, what is it? Who's that again? Is Sorry. That, is that is Mappa? That Studio Mappa? Yeah, it's again oh, Studio Mappa. They're doing so much. Okay, just sidebar on the sidebar. Uh, Wit Studio couldn't do Attack on Titan because they were too busy, but Mappa's got like five things this season. So I, know. I don't know what's up with that. I'm just having a look through our notes and going, how have they managed how this? How have they managed to do that? Is it just that Wit Studio has kind of a relatively small team compared to Mappa? I think or it is because they were quite young when they well quite young they were quite new when they started mm. the attack on titan which is, everyone was like wow you've given it to this studio and no one's heard of them before look that's honestly fair. i'm happy for wit studio to just work on finland saga and finland saga alone until that's ready yep <laughs> in the meantime yep. mapper has come up with this interesting choice that they've decided to do which is an atome game esque uh, style romance show where you've got your kind of faceless protagonist she she does have an animated face but you've got your standard mm. kind of shoe in this is me self-insert protagonist Mm -hmm. and all these beautiful attractive and special men that have fallen in love with her classic otome game wonderful four boys i mean hey guys you could that could be you could it it could be i'm gonna go and get my anime hair gel i'm gonna be reincarnated as the villain are you? Yes. Oh, actually, yes. No, considering how many times you suggested death lasers, yes. Absolutely. Okay, I'll give you a rundown of the, of the summary of the story, even though you obviously don't need it. But hey, let's just go through it anyway. So a girl inherits a company, of course she does, that is almost bankrupt of from her late is. father, probably gambling debts, knowing all the Atomic games I've played. Um, <laughs> lacking the funds, she now must become the producer herself in order to save the company from collapse. Go girl, businesswoman. Mm-hmm. During her work, she meets four boys. Financial expert, Zen. Definitely. Definitely has glasses. The idol, Kira. Definitely has foofy hair. The police officer, Haku. Definitely has abs. Uh, police officer? And leading neuroscientist. That's a new one. Simon. Simon? Simon says. 
Is so, Simon a sexy boy's name for Japanese anime? I don't know. Simon? What is Simon? this company? <laughs> this is Mappa. Yeah, what is that? What are they doing? What is their company? Yeah, yeah, like what is this company that she's trying to What are they producing? I think it's meant to be like music idol stuff. Yeah, yeah, but okay. They've but got a policeman. A policeman and a neuroscientist doing music. Okay, so a financial expert, an idol, a police officer, and a neuroscientist walk into a building. What's the building? It's Insert Badumchit here. I don't know. There's a, there's a, it's got to be a TV a cool studio. That's yeah, literally yeah. the only yeah. thing I can think of. I feel of. like we won't know the end of this joke until we see it. Well, the rest of the joke is that there's conspiracies and mysteries over the existence of special powers known oh, as evil. No. Well, that explains so, the neuroscientist, I so think. it's not just an Otome game where you've got your four hot boys and this girl's trying to do her best with her new company that she's trying to run, but it's also got superpowers. So the genre is like, you've got your music, romance, shoujo, slice of life, superpower. Yep. And that is the shortened list of genre. They've ticked every box one possible. Mappa, what are you getting yourself into? Like the other one <laughs> of these things is not the same. Yeah. Anyway, so it looks incredibly <laughs> wild. Mr. Love, Queen's Choice. I'm going to watch it because boy. Look, I'm going to watch it because I have so many questions. I've got a lot of questions and it's, it is Generally, beautifully animated. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, this is so shiny. I'm sure I'm not going to regret this at all. Love the shiny boys. So they yeah, look, pretty. I'll now, watch it for the pretty boys. Th- this one air- hasn't come out. July 16th is its first episode. That's Thursday night midnight. So Thursday night, Friday morning. Um, you can catch it on Crunchyroll, Annie Plus, and Annie Plus Asia. I'm sure more uh, streaming services will pick it up mm-hmm. during that slot. I think we've got to talk about a very important story very important. about a boy who meets a girl. Mm-hmm. Sounds very different. Yeah, kind of special, boy meets girl. Wild. Never boy is renting one. girl. Uh, boy falls into deep depression. Okay. Girl leaves boy. It's uh, a classic tale. A classic tale. There was something in there I didn't know. Yeah, the, the rent. Bit, yeah. yeah, just that bit was a bit different. Yeah, we're talking about rent a girlfriend. Okay. Where can I get one of these? Man, Uber is going in weird directions. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so look, well, let's let's clear this up. So dumped by his girlfriend, college student Kazuya Kinoshita attempts to cheer himself up with a rental girlfriend. This is an actual service you can get in Japan. People have done videos on this. Have a look on YouTube. Shizuru Mizahara seems to be the perfect girl, great looks, and a cute, caring personality. Apparently, that's all that matters. Um, definitely no common interests or anything like that. Uh. Yeah. Uh, but upon seeing mixed opinions on her profile after their first date, Kazuya believes Shizuru is playing with the hearts of men and leaves her a negative rating. One star. Downvote. Angry at his disrespect, Chizuru reveals her true nature, a sassy and temperamental girl, and a complete opposite to her first impression. At that very moment, Kazuya receives news of his grandmother's collapse and is forced to bring Chizuru with him to the hospital. Hilarity ensues. His grandmother is now ecstatic because Kazuru has finally found a serious girlfriend, which had always been a wish, and unable to tell the truth, the pair are forced into a fake relationship. This sounds very suspiciously like Nisekoi 2.0. But Pretty also much. with, like, Oh My Goddess a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. The, the Oh my god, is dating service essentially? Mm. Except that she's not going to, you know, go nuclear and thermodetonate. Unless, unless, unless. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I wasn't too sure on this um, when I actually looked at it, and then I went, "Well, it's ro- got the romance tag, so I'm in. <laughs> it's got, I'm going to be in for the count, and it's going to be a, a dumpster fire." Yeah, because you're a col- you're a colossal masochist. For I that definitely sort of am. I definitely am. I really like this so yeah, far. The um, first like, episode was actually. It was good trash. It was good trash. Good comedy. Good yeah. comedy. Yeah. It's um, I I am very concerned in, about the directions that it could go. 
the, the scenery uh, animation was really good. Like, there's a scene in the aquarium and it's beautiful. Oh, oh thank yeah. gosh. The scenery background looks so good. I mean... Well, the I... girls have good fashion <laughs> sense too. Yeah. I, like, yeah, it is beautifully animated and I was really worried about the, you know, the rent-a-girlfriend part yeah. and how that might be really, you know, gross. Yep. It was actually really good. She's really great. He was actually kind of gross and then realized mm. that he was being gross yeah. and then moved past that. And like all that, then Tysonopsis was like the first episode. And so mm. I'm really interested to see where it's going to go. So I'm actually yeah, really I into really the characters. Yeah, I really hope that character development stays. Yeah, like same. The, uh, I hope the character development continues more importantly. Yeah, that would be good. I hope, yeah, it's the whole thing I don't like with certain shows and animes from the deep past is that uh, they learned a thing in that episode and then they forget it in the next <laughs> I know. Right? So I, really I learned I shouldn't uh... put my hand in the toaster when it's on. Next episode, I did it anyway. Oh, my God. Pretty much the, the yeah. intellectual equivalent of that. So I really I want to see where this goes. I want to see more. I just... I worry it's going to get really, really bad as well. Yeah. Well, this is comedy, romance, school, and shonen, apparently. Um, no rating given, but I would say this one definitely probably has the PG up, um, just mm-hmm. just in case. Yeah, shonen, apparently. I mean, Sh- there was that scene yeah. with the, yeah. you know, yeah. and the, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. PG-13, PG-13, I would say. Um, and uh, it's by TMS Entertainment, who've done a lot of stuff in the past, um, you know, from Pokemon to, you know, Geez, what else was the? I think they were involved with Lupin as well. TMS. Um, this is from a manga. Airs on Saturdays at one twenty-five in the morning. Uh, Twelve episodes, twenty-three minute runtime as standard, and it's from a manga. You can catch it on Crunchyroll, pretty much everywhere. And if you're in China, it's on Billy Billy. So people that made Pokemon did this. Yep, <laughs> so weird. They're multi-talented. Like I honestly, I think it actually has a lot of promise. Again, yeah, you said Nisekoi vibes, but also mm. a little Bunny Girl Senpai kind yeah. of vibes as well. So yeah. Check it out if you're a romance fan because it actually probably will be the best one of the season. Yeah. Probably better than the... Otome game one. Yeah, I'm just gonna put it out there. Maybe. Um, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like downplay Mr. Love Queen's Choice, but I do feel but like it's a bit of a stretch. Mm-hmm. Mm. Then again, what if it surprises us? It could. What it could surprise and delight. Oh jeez. All right, let's talk about disaster films. Yes, yeah, because so, um, series. We're we're in the year for it. This is 2020. Mm-hmm. Aliens are invading. There's murder hornets and all other kinds of Pandemic. things. We might as well sink Japan. Let's sink Japan. Yeah. What? Japan sinks 2020. Oh, so no. it is. Oh wow! It is actually called 2020. Isn't yeah, it? it is. Japan sinks 2020. Man, what a bleak idea. Yeah. <laughs> um. So to give a little bit of context, this is from based on a manga from 2006 to 2008. Wow. It ran for 130 chapters, and it was in the peak of when they were getting a lot of earthquakes and stuff in Japan. What a thing mm. to so, write when earthquakes are happening. I know, right? I mean, I you got to deal with it somehow. They I have guess. no shortage of uh, inspiration, but still. Mm. Yikes. So story time. Shortly after the Tokyo Olympics in 2020. Mm. A major earthquake hits Japan. Amidst the chaos, siblings Ayumu and Gao of the Muto household begin to escape the city with their family of four. The sinking Japanese archipelagos, however, relentlessly pursue the family. I'm just imagining okay, the what? islands chasing them down the street. Like, a man dressed in a Japanese outfit, like just the Japan. This is by Masaki Yuasa. It could be. It could be. It could be just the like Japan giant landforms get up, Mount Fuji starts chasing you. It's not. So, uh, it's not. But plunged it's not. into extreme conditions, life and death and the choice of meeting and parting in the face of dreadful reality, the Muto siblings believe in the future and acquire the strength to survive 
with utmost effort. So mm. it sounds like it's going to be that whole strength of the human spirit versus mm. dear God's absolute destruction and horrors. Yeah. And it's all out now. Thank God. You I can watch, watch all right of it. Oh, you wow. can binge through. Oh, wicked. Did you guys watch, I, I don't know how long ago, it was probably about 10 years, uh, Tokyo Magnitude 8.0? Yeah. Ooh. Like, real similar vibes. <laughs> I cried a lot. It yep. was really hard to get through, and I yep. just can't believe they're doing it to me again. But it's just like <laughs> in in the whole like grand scheme of 2020, like yikes! This is this is a harsh thing to release, particularly yeah. after the tsunami. Like I know it's been a few years now, yeah. but I feel like it's, it's been over 10 years now. I feel like I'm gonna have to. Um, so yeah. As I watch this, I'm gonna have to pace myself. Like every yeah, couple absolutely. of episodes, I'm just gonna have to watch some Euro Camp. Yep, that's fair. Um, it's by Science Saru, who did uh, Keep Your Hands Off Izuken, uh, Devil Man Crybaby, Ride Your Wave, and as you mentioned, same director as well. Mm. Um, bit of a passion project by the sounds of it. Um, and it's available with both subbed and dubbed versions in multiple languages on Netflix worldwide. So once again, we don't have to wait till the end of the season for it to show up. So that's always a win. Yeah, I like Yuasa is a creative genius, mm-hmm. but I I'm worried about this one because I'm just it's going to be really hard to watch it's going to be real close to home but from watching the the mm. pv we guys watched mm. yesterday it looks incredibly incredibly well incredibly done. excellent the animation's beautiful it looks emotional and powerful and the characters look like they're really going to go through a lot of uh, changes and different which scenarios i mean it, the the japanese the big like huge tsunami yeah. wasn't really that long ago, no, so I have concerns close to about home. Yeah. Um, you can catch this on Netflix now. There's 10 episodes, 25 minutes of pop, um, available pretty much anywhere Netflix works, so go figure. Now, lightning round. Two quick shows we need to very quickly talk about. Um, quick thoughts. Lapis Relights uh, follows the series of adventures of Tiara at Flora Girls Academy, where witches are trained to purify the magical beasts that threaten the humans. It seems to be a magic girl idol anime. It looks very pretty. There were um, no beasts or purifying in the first episode, no. so I didn't realize that was actually no, part it was, of it. It was just the main character being introduced to anime Hogwarts. Yeah, anime Hogwarts, yeah. and it was just like cute girls doing cute things, maybe idols, what's happening? There was also a weird wizard class system. Yep, it's it's <laughs> very unique. Surprisingly, a lot of world building, uh, and I, more than I was expecting for uh, yeah. something, whenever it's got re dot dot in it, you're I kind know. of always like... So yeah, Lapis relights. But I was actually kind of surprised about how good it looked. Also, one character has a generous dose of that Gynax bounce TM um, for no adequately explained reason. Yeah, I feel like uh, this is going to be a three-episode one. Yeah, well, we'll see if it goes good. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, It was actually quite good. Pretty much on everything Funimation. So Funimation, uh, Anime Lab, Wackenim in Europe, Billy Billy, Anime Plus, and sorry, Annie Plus, and Muse Asia. And Uzaki Chan wants to hang out. Um, Manga adaptation. 12 episodes, uh, once again, Funimation, Anime Lab, Wackenim, and probably others. University student Shinichi Sakuri is confident, uh, it's comfortable being an introvert and doesn't care what others think. However, underclassman Hana Uzaki doesn't understand this one bit and wants to make him more sociable. I read the manga for this. The manga is fantastic. Mm. This anime adaptation looks awful. Oh my god! It looks like they've just oh. basically loaded as much ecky as they possibly could onto it and yeah. just went here have. It I remember. So I remember you showing me like pictures of the, the side uh, by manga. Side. It's like, oh, Oof. that looks nice. Yeah. 
it's it's very sweet, especially the most recent chapters. It's really adorable. There's this really cute scene where she's holding his jumper and sniffing it and got just ducky ducky written all over the page and she's going, Don't think about it, don't think about it, don't think about <laughs> it. Like that is not the vibe this show gives off. No, like just the even the base images they've put out for this season, she's got yeah. weirdly big eyes in comparison to everyone else. She's got giant tits that's not a problem at all but she looks like she's six years old and it's so unnerving it's just not right and it's just it's not right it's very weird and yeah, it's I'm really not into kind it kind of very different to the manga so it's supposed to be in college right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that like uh he's like second year of no he's third year of college i think and she's second year so underclassmen in the middle but yeah so it's just Yikes. Uh, yeah, this is another one of those ones where it's just like, read the manga instead. Yeah, definitely read the manga instead, I There's think. There's very, very few of those which I'll say, like, it's advisable that you, like, monumentally advisable no, that you read the manga don't instead. don't watch the anime. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I, be, I am going to watch it just to make sure that it's not just a marketing ploy, mm. but um, I suspect I will drop it, mm. unfortunately, despite loving this, this franchise so much. Such a shame. Um, that brings us to the end of the first part. We'll be right back in a minute. Kawaii Fire Radio. That's a lot of anime. Oh, so many. No, I didn't watch them all. Summer anime. Alright, let's get stuck back in. Let's go to a very strange and wonderful place. It's a place set back in time. A place which is historical and filled with magical people who Uh... create science. Um, We're talking about Apare Ranman. This what? was one that was delayed from last season. This um, thing is more like the Wacky Races reboot. Yeah. It's Jojo Part 7. It's Jojo Part 7, yeah. <laughs> I, I'd get behind that. Jojo joins the Wacky Races. Absolutely. I will defeat you, dastardly and mutley. I seriously need like a Jojo button actually now that but I look at like, it. This is disappointing. With Dr. Stone. Because we. Yeah. I remember we were watching this and we were like... He needs to hang out with Senku so bad. They are basically the same character. Yes. They'd be the best friends. Oh, yeah. So if you like Dr. Stone, you're going to like this guy. You're going to love it. Apare Ranman, we mentioned this obviously last season. And the next two are also from this season as well, um, from last season, which were delayed and brought back. But we'll, we'll kind of quickly go over this. So yeah, because COVID has kind of like um, made it very, very hard to COVID. produce these kind of things. Uh, there is fewer things this season, but there are also a bunch of returning ones from the last season that were well, So, can you give us a lowdown? Oh yes, yes. Uh, so, after a mishap, <laughs> uh, after a mishap, the brilliant but socially inept engineer Sorano Apare and the shrewd but cowardly samurai Ishiki Kosame find themselves drifting on a boat from Japan to America. Yep, it's uh. They are absolutely flat broke. They decide to compete in the Trans-American Wild Race to win the prize and return to Japan rich as it gets. The duo battle crazy rivals, outlaws, and the great outdoors itself as they race across the Wild West from Los Angeles to New York in steam-powered cars. Okay, so I just did a quick Google. Mm-hmm. Just because what, like you said that they were on a boat. From Japan to America. Yeah, yeah. So let's just say that, uh, so Google says, if you go from Japan by boat to California, it's going to take you 20 to 28 days. 
Yep. Yep. And what, that is that even talking in modern technology or yes. steam powered? That's in modern technology. So what what happens is they're drifting for five days and they get picked up by another boat. Yeah. Which so, goes faster. Which, which is goes good. much faster, but it still would have took them like two months. Yeah, yeah wild. Um, look, this was great. The first three episodes are already out. It airs on Fridays at 9.30 at night and there's going to be 13 episodes total. I've only seen the first so far and I am absolutely so hyped. So I am so ready for the long haul. Strap yourselves in. For this this is another original one. We've got a lot of original ones yeah, this season. Yeah, it's great. So um, definitely check that one out. It's on Anime Lab, Funimation, Wackanim, Hulu, Annie Plus, and if you're in Italy, Yamamoto Animation. One of my favorite things about the main character, about this as well, is he's got these um, like really traditional Japanese outfit. He's mm. got like these Ainu markings as well, so mm. really bringing in that traditional Japanese indigenous people, mm-hmm. which you yeah. don't ever see. Yeah, I think the only other time we've seen was Golden Kamui. Golden Kamui, that's yeah. it. That's the only thing I've ever seen it as well. So that's really, that's nice. It's, it's just like well, a little side There's thing. definitely been a major resurgence in respect and uh, belief in having a look Absolutely. at older heritage in Japan yeah. the past decade, which is great. And yeah, as I said, he's... Main character is is fun. Apari's fun. He's basically Senku. So yeah, he's yeah. He's good. he's a back in time Senku. So I want to see the crossover. I know oh, it can never happen, I'll, but well, I want to it see might it. happen in manga if they do a manga adaptation. That'd mm, be true. incredible. <laughs> um, okay, let's jump on to Diary of Our Days at the Breakwater. Um, once again, delayed from last season. This is comedy school sign and slice of life. Doga Kobo, of course, back for this. It had three episodes released last season. Episode four is due out on July 28th. We kind of thought this was going to be sort of like Yuru Camp with fishing. So, um, And it kind of is. It is. It is. Um, it's, uh, the series follows Hina Tsuragi, a first-year student who's moved to a town by the sea. While Tsuragi is more of an indoor kid who enjoys things like arts and crafts, she's suddenly thrown into the world of fishing when an older student, Yuki Kurawa, invites her to be a part of the school's fishing club. Okay. Her whole thing, though, is that she... The thing is, is she's not invited, is no. she? No, she's kind of <laughs> blackmailed into it. She's because their club is about to close the unless they get one more person. Oh, oh no! What? I've never heard, never, never heard that heard before. Of that before. <laughs> and then there's like a questionable thing where she's got the squid and she's trying to like threaten her with the squid and she doesn't want to touch the squid and she's like, you have to sign the paper or <laughs> the squid's gonna get you. Paper or squid? You got Take a choice. Your pick. And so yeah, she. That sidebar yeah, and that. she hates kind of like creepy crawly, like big wriggly things. Look, like if you've got a squid on your legs, I don't want to touch that either. I want yep. to give it cuddles. No! no. <laughs> I no. will eat you fried and covered in salt and pepper, but I do not want you anywhere <laughs> near my skirt. Thank you very much. Yep, that's fair. Um, look, you can catch it on Anime Lab, Funimation, Wackenim, and Muse Asia. Uh, Muse Asia. What Muse is Asia. even that? Muse Asia. Um, if you're in Southeast Asia, it's it's definitely a good laugh. It, it, it won't be really it won't be for everyone, but it's definitely good if you're looking for something chill and relaxed and slice of life this season to relax to. And there's already three episodes out on those streaming platforms. And as we said, end of this month, episode four. Lands. And if you like fishing, I feel like there's actually not a lot of things about fishing. Yeah, so yeah, and look, it does. Once again, it's Japan doing us an educate on how to do certain mm. things um so yeah okay millionaire detective balance unlimited <laughs> yes yes oh my oh, god yes. y'all out there who want that little sprinkle of bl with your anime we are here with millionaire detective because i got real gay vibes from the main two when oh, watching yep. this. Yeah, totally wow so daisuke kanabe 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 yeah, sure. Daisuke, a man of extraordinary wealth, mm-hmm. is assigned to the Modern Crime Prevention Headquarters as a detective. It's there that he gets partnered with Haru, a humane detective who values justice above all. Classic. The two are pole opposites, 
and their morals clash time and time again. Haru despises Daisuke for using monetary wealth to solve cases, and he believes that money isn't everything. Can they stop biting heads and overcome their opposing worldviews for the sake of solving the toughest crime in the precinct? Or are they going to fall in love? <laughs> That's what I want. That's what you want. Um, Lock in uh, B, Eddie. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll take B for several million dollars <laughs> at this point. Uh, the um, first episode of this is so it's funny. So good. It I definitely establishes that it. dynamic. Um, yeah. Look, th- this only had two episodes out before it got delayed. Um, episode three is due on July 31st. And uh, One of the oh. things I just love about this is every time Kanbei appears... He has his own theme music. It yes. kind of feels a little bit like Sakamoto Desuka. Yes. Where it's like, here I am. It's like, uh, what theme music would you have play in the background when you enter a room? I'm so, getting sexy back. No. Yep. No. Yep. No. Band, <laughs> no. Band, absolutely not. No, I want what Daisuke's got. I want some smooth jazz. And he's got mm. like an earpiece where he's talking to, I'm assuming, Alfred, who's like Batman's butler, because yeah. that's, he's basically Batman yeah, with all his money. Yeah, it's an earpiece hidden inside a inside tiny little earring. stud earring. <sighs> Which Wanker. is just... Love him. <laughs> oh, so no. into him. <laughs> Okay, um, this is by Cloverworks. It's originally from a novel series. Um, airs on Friday in the morning at uh, 12.55 a.m., so five minutes to 1 a.m. on Friday morning. Huh. Um, so Thursday night, Friday morning, 11 episodes. Catch it on Anime Lab, Funimation, and Wackenim. All right, let's talk about what has uh, just kind of been delayed and continued. Um, certain Scientific Railgun T, so it's season three of um, a certain scientific railgun. Um, as with all of the certain series, it is R18 rated because it has a lot of violence. Um, so this one is not for kitties despite the kitty look. Um, Mikoto Misika and her friends prepare for the Daihaize Festival, a seven-day athletic competition between Esper schools. Academy City opens to the public for the event, but with the whole town abuzz, no one notices when trouble stirs behind the scenes. Dun, dun, dun. Because the cops in this city are useless. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, we've, met cops... two, like, we've met two cops from this series, and they're really cool, but they're the only ones who seem to have any form of common sense. Let's be fair. Let's be fair. Um, be fair. They are cops in a city full of people with supernatural magical powers. Yes. Um, um, action sci-fi superpowers, JC stuff, and it's actually one of their ones that they do quite a good job on um, mm. because it's it's consistent. And it's also like seven years after season two mm. came out. Everyone's just like, wait, we're getting more? Really? Yeah, the, the Railgun series is awesome. So It, it really is. I'm it's, happy for it to continue, but oh, yeah, there's a fair gap between them. This has been running for over three seasons now. Yeah. Because it was meant to be 25 episodes, um, and then due to delays, it started at the beginning of the year and then we've gotten to here and we're only up to episode 16. And then everything um, changed when the coronavirus attacked. Yep, dun, dun. exactly. Um, but that's going to be heading back to your screens. Episode 16 lands on July 24th. Um, we'll have a, another nine episodes after that, which will take us to the end of the season and uh, hopefully to the end of the story. Uh, this is on everything. It's on Crunchyroll. It's on Anime Lab and Funimation where they have the dub, Annie Plus, and Netflix in some regions as well. I believe Billy Billy's getting the rights as well in China and then Muse as well. Like mm. it, They just keep adding people to this so definitely definitely good um basketball basketball a hero no sora um, it's like naruto for sports yeah that's how it be it's I it's love sports it's, anime. it's lucky go ducky um this one we have mentioned um pretty much every season in review since it started because it's a 50 episode run it keeps going um this is the last part though 
Oh. I'm really excited to watch this. I've been wanting to watch this from the start. I'm huge into sports anime, but mm. I hate watching it week to week because it's the worst. I know. It's like <laughs> everything's always a cliffhanger. It's so hard to watch, so it's better just to smash this out in one go, and I'm really mm. excited to watch this now that it's finally entering its final season. Now, um, this is... Uh, we've mentioned it before, so we'll quickly go over He may be shorter in statue, but Sora Kurumatan... Kurumatani got there in the end can soar and score on the basketball court with a passion for the sport he inherited from his mother Sora vows to her that he'll take the top prize at a high school basketball tournament but there's one problem his new high school's basketball club has turned into a hangout for delinquents will Sora's sheer tenacity and amazing three-point shooting change their minds so like from what I've seen of it so far is it's like Haikyuu and Kuroko no Basuke, but without the ridiculousness of mm-hmm. Kuroko, but with more delinquents, yeah. which kind of seems fun. So more kind of like slam dunky, like yeah. OG basketball anime. So I'm yeah, I'm really keen to watch this. Oh, what, what was the uh, sumo one like? Matsumune sumo? Yes. Yeah, it's similar to that, where it's you know the club's been overrun by delinquents again. Again. Um, you can catch it on Crunchyroll and High Dive, which has the sub and dub, and Netflix as well. Anyone would just want to see like an anime which is just sort of like the crossover of all sports anime? Amazing at a big sporting festival. Do you mean essentially Why? getting a massive crossover for the Olympics? Why Hell hasn't yes. it done this yet? I'd love to see that. I would love to see that. Um, this airs on Wednesday at 6.25 in the evening. Very family-friendly time with a mm. PG-13 rating. Um, Diomedia behind this one as well and from a manga too. <laughs> All right. Let's get a little bit romantic here. Always. A little bit shoujo. A little bit supernatural. It is time to talk about one of your favourites, isn't it, Lodge? It is. I adore Fruits Basket. It's always been... One of my favorite series ever since it came out, ever since I read the manga, it's been so close to my heart and the remake is phenomenal. If you're still mm. sleeping on the remake and you're still not sure, maybe you loved the original, maybe you were a, you're a manga fanatic and you don't want to touch an anime, let me assure you that this is fantastic. It's made with the mangaka's... Um, she, she's a part of the production team. and She, she pretty really much cares. demanded them to remake it because she, she hated the it. original. She hated Studio Dean's original. Actually, Loz, as you are um, like a major Fruit Basket yes, fan, indeed. I figure. <laughs> as you are a major Fruit Basket. <laughs> you, are, you are just a colossal basket of fruit. Um, what was your take on the original anime? Look, I actually really loved it. I, I will still say that it holds a special place in my heart, but boy, howdy. If you go back and watch that, it does not hold up. It the did animation, not age well. It didn't really age very well. And it's got that really classic early 2000s, I believe 2001, mm. like the huge mm. eyes and just really sharp, like clamp style angles. Um, mm. Whereas this has got this beautiful, um, soft, what I wouldn't say modern anime feeling, but it is just, it's a beautiful animation style that they've brought to the remake and it's really excellent. It's, so it's sort of a two, nice mix sort of between like uh, Kyoto animation and, yeah. um, oh, who else? Like, I just, it, it, I feel like it's even quite unique. Like, it, mm. it, you look at it and you're kind of like, oh, this is like every shoujo ever. But then you're like, oh, it feels slightly different. It, it, it's, it, it, would, it would be definitely at home at either in either Kyoto Animation or A1 Pictures. Yeah, back definitely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's the one. But it, um, is, it is beautiful. Th- this is the second so season and we're halfway through it. So we've mm-hmm. got another 12 episodes another to 12 go. Another 12 episodes to go. Yeah, so it kind of... Woo-hoo. Waiting for the rest to come. And if again, if you're kind of waiting for when should I start the remake, now's the absolute time because this we're now heading into new content from the manga that's never been animated before. Mm. And it's, it's so exciting to see it all animated. Go ahead and refresh our memories. What's the story? Okay, so Toru lives by herself in a tent because her mother has just passed away. And then she realizes that she's actually living on the Soma property where Shigure and Yuki live. And Yuki is someone who 
who's at her school in the same year as her, and he's mm-hmm. the prince of the school because, of course, he is. He's a pretty boy. And then also Kyo comes in, and he's the third big main character as well, and he's another one of the Somas. As the story progresses in the first episode, Toru kind of accidentally falls into one of them and then the other one and then the third one, and she falls into the three boys in a kind of a hug. And poof, 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 they all turn into animals. And what's going on? Why is this happening? And it turns out that they all have this Soma curse. And the story is about how Toru can help them emotionally. And also just how can she help them break the curse in general? And it's a Mm. beautiful, heartfelt series, but also very funny. Pretty much the whole family turns into animals of the Zodiac. Yeah, they've got the Zodiac curse. I kind Mm. of want to see the reverse of it. A series where a girl discovers that when she hugs boys, they turn into animals. It has nothing to do with them and everything to do with her. (laughs) (laughs) That would be amazing. So this one's done by TMS Entertainment this time instead of uh, Studio Dean, Dean, um, which is definitely um, a a massive improvement. PG-13 because it does have some occasional scary themes to it. Um, Tuesdays, 1.30 a.m. in the morning. Um, So Monday night, Tuesday morning, um, Japan time. Um, As we know, this is quite typical for Japan. They put a lot of animation in the later night uh, slots. People record it and then watch it the next day. Unless you're a hardcore otaku and stay up all (laughs) night and watch it and then return to work the next day utterly exhausted. (laughs) I think one last thing is if you're maybe a parent or you know some younger kids or teens that are looking for a recommendation, this is a really good one. Mm. And I feel like one of the reasons why I love Fruits Basket so much is I really felt so close to Toru when I was growing up as well because she just goes through this um, this change as she's becoming into herself as an adult and how she's learning her place in the world and through these mental health issues that she goes through as well. And I feel mm. like it's an excellent story for um, any young kids mm, or teenagers yeah. as well. It's yeah, really excellent It does for that. kind of have something for everything in that matter. It's got mm. uh, yeah, the coming-of-age stuff, great romance, and uh, supernatural elements which will keep people sort of intrigued. Yeah, keep them guessing, absolutely. Mm. Now, this you can find on ADN and Wackenham in Europe. Anime Lab and Funimation have the dubs over here and Crunchyroll as well is on board. So as you can tell, this has got all the big hitters wanting it. And one final thing, sorry, again, big big fan. (laughs) If you uh, are a big fan of the original (laughs) anime and you were into dubs back then, the same cast is Mm. doing the dub for the remake. So if you're into, you're like Laura Bailey who does Toru and I Mm. love her so much. If you were a big fan of the original dub, they've got the same people back for the new mm-hmm. dub, which is also really cool. Which is cool. amazing. Wait, yeah. Laura Bailey did the... Wow, that is... She's done a she's lot done of amazing so ju- amazing characters. It's fantastic. And it's people called Laura. It's What can I say? Yeah, yeah. it's all to do with that. It's definitely... <laughs> all right, usual suspects time. Let's round it off. So Black Clover is back. Uh, episode 133 airs this week. It's been off the air for nine weeks. Yeah, they had a massive delay, so good to have them back. On Especially board. considering they're a weekly shonen show. It's very yeah. unusual. Um, Baruto's hit to episode 155. One Piece and has not stopped there at 931 episodes oh. now. And the all-reigning king, Detective Conan, episode 975. So close to that 1,000. Whoa. So close. So that is, yeah, that's very, very close That'll to 1,000. by the end of the year. One Piece is catching up there at 930. That's it's on its tail. Well, it's, it's 50 episodes. Well, remember, we did, a, we did a quick bit of maths on this, and that means there's still an entire year of episodes behind them. Oh, wow. So it, it's they still have a bit of work to catch up, but um, I think One Piece they've been discussing the manga coming to an end as well. Oh my so, gosh, end of an era! I know, oh, like yeah. Th- 
that's a never-ending story. I think we mentioned it a few episodes. He finds the gold, becomes Pirate King. That's the end. Yeah. No, no, now he has to rule the world as the king. Oh. Ooh. Oh, is is that where they're going to have two pieces? No, they didn't just have have a crossover with Pirates of the Caribbean, and then it just goes berserk. Um, I'd watch the hell out of that. Goes berserk? Guts shows up? No, no more. No more crossovers. (laughs) We've come full circle. More crossovers. (laughs) Um, That ends our follow-up on that. We'll be right back to cover off all the sequels and movies coming out in the coming three months. Kawaii Radio. That's a lot of anime. Oh, there's so many. No, I didn't watch them all. Summer anime. All right. It's delicious. It's tasty. It's violent. It has swords. It has a railgun. It has. Fighting, it has romantic comedy snafus and guns and firefighters. There is a lot of sequels this season. And no, that's not one show. That's that's a variety okay, of shows mixed together. For a second. <laughs> I, was, I was down to whatever show you were talking about. <laughs> this sounds like the promare of everything. I'll do it, yeah, yes. Can, can we can we go back and can, watch that? Can, can we watch that? Alright, yeah. so let, 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 let's get stuck in quite nice and easily. So Food Wars. Yeah. Plate five, which is you know, if if this follows the manga, this is the end. This is the end. Yeah. And to be honest, it's going to be more of a, a slow chug through the finish line than a, a blazing fast one because they should have ended it at where season four ends. But they've got to do this. So I know, it feels like this is like um, this feels like it's going to be a nice big conclusion. It will be a nice big conclusion, but having read the manga, the final season is definitely not as strong as the it should have been a movie. Season. I think we can yeah. all agree that like end of season four felt good. It was mm-hmm. a good conclusion. I adore Food Wars, but I would have loved like a really shiny, perfectly animated movie mm. instead of a kind of bit more drawn out. But at the same time, of bit course I'm going to watch this. I love Food Wars. Oh, well, I mean, the good news is it's only 13 episodes. We aren't getting 25, yeah. um, which, you know, for some people would be like, oh, but I want more. But no, no, that's the perfect lens. They Short did, and snappy. If they said this was 25, I'd be very concerned. Yeah, yeah. So if you haven't heard of Food Wars, um, where, you have need, you been? where have you been? Please come out from under the rock. Um, so ever since he was a child, 15-year-old Soma Yukihara has worked as the sous chef and the restaurant his father runs and owns. Soma develops a passion for entertaining his customers with his creative, skilled, and daring culinary creations such as squid tentacles and peanut butter or mm. strawberry jam. Um, no, it's not good, and he purposely tries to make awful things. <laughs> his I try dream, it. His dream is someday to own his exciting. own family, his family's restaurant as its head chef. His father suddenly decides to close the restaurant and sends him to Tutsuki Culinary Academy, an elite cooking school where only 10% of the students graduate, and it's famous for its shogugeki, or food wars, where students face off in intense, high-stakes cooking showdowns. I'm still convinced that this is the school that the Iron Chef's graduated oh, from. Oh, definitely. Absolutely is. Also, <laughs> can I just like, uh, you should have said his extremely attractive father oh, suddenly yeah. decides. He yeah, a yummy daddy. Away. Oh, my he God. He yummy daddy. He's Amazing. got the whole rugged thing going on. Mm. Also, like, Soma's like, he must be 17 now. Because oh, it's been be. a while since the yeah. start. And we've been with him for a while through all of his his big chef battles that he does. Mm-hmm. Some very public, some not so much. Indeed. Now, um, this is the last 13 episodes, unless they're going to shove a movie in there, which is a completely original story, but this mm. should bring it to a nice end, and maybe we'll get an OVA at the end, which covers the, I think that they did three special chapters at the very end of the manga mm. to cover off everything else. Um, 13 episodes, as I said, PG-13. I don't know how it's only PG-13. That's not true. It's definitely M. It's Shonen Surely. School Life, um, a little bit of Eki. Oh um, JC yes. staff, manga bit. adaptation. 
Um, you can catch it on Saturday nights. Well, Saturday morning at uh, 12.30am. I don't think you can call it just a little bit of Eki. They have full-blown food gasms. Oh, yeah. this is extremely not PG-13. It's extremely not PG-13. Let's but just say it's M15. Food looks real good. And, oh. and the recipes are all run all by legit. legitimate chefs. Yeah, these are like... Every episode, you get a great new recipe. You also just get an eyeful of what the hell. Yep, yep. Um, you can watch it on ADN in Europe, Annie Plus, and Crunchyroll everywhere else. Mm-hmm. So definitely check that out. Um, okay, who wants to tackle like heartache trauma? I love trauma. Okay, well, you can talk about ReZero Season 2, and I'm going to leave the room. Yeah, thrillers. All yours. Look, okay. Get me a coffee. I enjoyed ReZero just as much as the next normal person, but I do not believe <laughs> so, that it is so you didn't the enjoy end it. all perfect thing ever. However, oh, no. I did enjoy it, and I am actually excited for the sequel, and I know that a lot of people are extremely excited for the sequel of ReZero mm. starting life in another world for more psychological thriller, weirdly romantic, a lot of crying. Yeah, you Fancy see, I, 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 I do have a question. Did you yes. watch it as it was airing? I did. See, I binged it and do not. Rest in peace. Do not do that. That's why I didn't enjoy it because yeah. you just, you end up emotionally scarred after 10 episodes. You're I, like, I can't do anymore. I feel like we need a list next to the list of things we're not allowed to say of the a list of the shows that you must not binge. Yeah, it's actually probably not a bad idea. We could do an episode on that. Shows that are not appropriate for binging. Do not do this. Um, and then we'll watch you as all of our listeners come into the comments and go, why did you tell why? me? Um, okay, I'll give you a rundown about the basic background about what ReZero is before you go into watching the season two. So after dying countless times... Well, th- this is spoiler. actually kind of the preview. Uh, this is a bit spoilerific for season two. Yeah. Essentially, Subaru is reincarnated into another world. Was, no. Was he hit by a truck? Yes, truck and delivery service. <laughs> well, actually, we don't know. He dies in a car park, so there's a high chance there was a truck involved. Could have been truck. Could, Could have been, been truck um, so he, he dies and just wakes up suddenly in this other world where he discovers that if he dies, he gets he starts back at a previous checkpoint, essentially. Um, he meets um, many people, including Amelia, who is a elvish-type girl, who he kind of falls in love with. The story then proceeds to him kind of finding ways to survive um, each of these sort of mini-checkpoint events so that he can then get a save point further ahead in the story. Um, and it keeps recycling through and through and through, through trauma after trauma. Yeah, that's after. the thing. He, it's not like he forgets yeah. how he died. It's not like he doesn't feel any pain. In fact, he feels absolutely everything. Yeah. Honestly, like ReZero, I feel like the first five episodes of ReZero were so good. Mm. It was so interesting the way that they... Um, started the death loop and really showed you how it happens and it feels very video game-esque but it felt really really good and it was Mm. so exciting and then the end of season one wasn't so great but hopefully season two is going to be awesome and i'm so excited (laughs) so white fox once again on board r18 very hard r18 on this one just so you're aware Mm -hmm. um there's this is part one of season two it's they're doing a split season for this just because of what's happened um it's been a long time in the works and i'm sure you know the fandom is going to be very happy to see more of this and go through even more emotional heartache um you can catch it everywhere so crunchyroll animax asia annie plus and billy billy wednesdays at 10 30 p.m at night and uh 
yeah, good luck. <laughs> There'll be more of Best Girl, Rem, and that's all the fans want, let's be honest. Um, hmm. Yeah, about <laughs> that. Have you seen the OVA? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that after this. I'm going to make you very sad. No, I have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that also brings us to the end of an era. Sword Art Online, Alicization oh, Part giant F. 4. Wow. Um, action, adventure, fantasy, game, romance. Don't know what Sword Art Online is? Go back to one of our earlier episodes. We have a full rundown on Sword Art Online. Um, but essentially, Kirito, our main character, is once again trapped in a video game world. How? Yeah. How? This is his life. Stop playing games. Kirito, yeah. stop yeah. doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's going to end up in another anime one of these days where they're just going to be tackling board games. And he's just going to like, I've seen some things. I'm only doing board games so from now on. So it's Jumanji the anime. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Sword Art Online, board game, Jumanji. I'm actually into this. I'm actually on that. Yeah, I, I would love to see, like, you know, Sword Art Online Jumanji edition. And it's oh just like, God. he's like, this looks safe. And they get sucked into Jumanji. It's like, <laughs> oh, come on. Not again. Um, Not even board games are safe. I'm going to stick to card games from now on. <laughs> so, um. Yugi? <laughs> Sword Art Online is this is its eleventh year now. Oh my gosh! Yeah, since the um, the manga uh, manga and light novel series started, um, this uh, arc Sword Art Online Alicization doubles the length of the existing content. It was Whoa. the most important arc in the light novel series, and everything that comes after it is based off it. So it's it's very critical. Um, PG thirteen definitely should be higher. M, I'd say. I think Japan's PG rating is definitely a lot lighter than ours. Yeah, I'm beginning to. Th- think that myself um a1 pictures who have been with it from the beginning thanks to sony um 11 episodes to, to get us to the end you can catch it on anime lab funimation Wackenim, crunchyroll billy billy hulu high dive and others um usual I'm, suspects. yeah pretty much <laughs> usual suspects um yeah it's uh, saturday midnight it airs so saturday night um and uh yeah if, if you've been following it this is everything you've been waiting for it's almost done it's almost over um quick mentions so if you've been uh, watching any martial arts anime such as bucky which is on netflix season two of that is about to land um mm. this season it's very good martial arts very very muscular men animation style and uh, hey, hey. If, if you if you like watching you know martial arts where it's there's been a lot of focus on animating things correctly, you'll enjoy this. Um, my teen romantic comedy snafu season three, the big finale is du- is coming. No guns life, so Gun Dad is back for season two. He has um, a gun for a head. He has a gun for a head, and, and as we ready. said, this is why we watch anime. Yeah, and Fire Force Inen Shono is back for its second season. Ooh. And let, let, let's be honest, like Fire Force is not bad, but it's also not mind-blowingly amazing. I quite enjoy it, but it's a bit like Soul Eater as well. Like once you've watched it, you don't feel that desire to go back and rewatch it. Yeah, it's not got a great kind of a rewatch value, but um, I'm I'm glad I saw it. Mm. We disagree with that. Soul Eater is excellent. Oh, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not saying Soul <laughs> Eater is no, bad, but you, you know Fire what I mean. Force like isn't, once you once you kind of know the story, the mystery is I'm kind done. of taken yeah. from it. Yeah, um, which is you know it, like. Prime example, Promise Netherland. Like going back and rewatching Promise Netherland, knowing where it's heading, yeah. kind of takes away some of the it's not as exciting ex- at all. and the shock. Yeah, exactly. Um, notable, f- a few notable OVAs we do have to mention. Reincarnated as a Slime's Yay! fourth OVA lands July eighth. Crunchyroll, so as in it just landed a few days ago. Um, Goblin Slayer, Goblin's Crown, which has the most awful 
awful preview video I've mm. ever seen. Um, lands on July 29th, and I think that's going on Funimation's website. I'll have to double Go check Go in the that. trash. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're, you're welcome to. Um, I, I don't mind Goblin Slayer. I, I, I think it's kind of interesting because it's all based off the guy's D&D campaign. Um, that's how we wrote it. Yeah. Which is look, look. Don't get me wrong. I'd like that guy it to is, turn on his location so I can just have a talk. Yeah, he he's got some issues. <laughs> he's got some, he's issues. Got some serious <laughs> issues. Um, but um, for those who are into that, uh, good for you. Dora Heteros OVAs. The first set uh, of six OVAs are landing in the Blu-ray box sets. These OVAs are only like five to ten minutes though, so don't expect a massive extension to the story. Um, I think they're actually planning a second season, but they haven't had official approval. Because be watch know. this space will mm-hmm. be the first to tell you. And the final Pokemon Twilight Wings has just landed. Oh no! Yep. So that's episode seven on YouTube. You can catch that's that so now. Cute. I mean, I'm glad that you know another one's out. But to say it's the final one, oh, I know. Yeah, I want these to continue sad. forever. Oh, I know, and it's 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 a fantastic They're one. So um, beautiful. Uh, it's actually kind of interesting because that takes us onto the movies that we need to talk about, and A Whisker Away, which is being done by Studio Colorado who are also the studio behind Pokemon Twilight Wings. We were going to hit this up and then uh, extraneous circumstances kind of... Yeah, well, we we are going to talk about A Whisker Away in the next two weeks anyway. Um, Because this is something that needs to be looked at. Um, It's a Netflix one, and it's out now. Oh, good. Um, But um, Studio Colorado did Penguin Highway as well a few years back, which was very pretty, very nice. That was... uh, I think I saw the trailer for that only recently, and Mm -hmm. yeah, that looked weird. Yeah. And amazing. Penguin Highway is awesome. Yeah. Whisker Away looks beautiful. It does. If it's you like cats, a, if you like cats, you'll which, be into this. Like which cats? I do. Do you like cats? I like, I like cats. cats. Um, uh, Mio Muge Sasaki is a second year junior high student who has fallen in love with her classmate, Kento Hinode. Muge pursues Kento every day, but he takes no notice of her. Upon discovering a magic mask which transforms her into a cat, Muge is able to get closer to Kento as a cat. But the mask might eventually stop her from returning to human form if she's not careful. And thus, the danger begins. Drama! Um, it's a romance. It's cute. It's a bit of a slice of life. The stakes aren't overly high other than being stuck as a cat. Um, and that's out on Netflix right now. So you should definitely check it out if you're interested. And we'll be doing our review of it in the next two weeks. Yeah, I'm really excited <laughs> to see it. And next up, The Given Movie. I'm so excited. Given was so good. It really Again, was. like your uh, beer uh, movie for this season and if you watched Given or really like music anime or you want another BL romance this is a really sweet watch it's mm. a really quick watch I think it was only 12 episodes or yep. so and this is a movie that is uh, a kind of a sequel to the series as well mm. so just a quick kind of background basically we have a um, our main character, Ritsuka, and his high school classmate, uh, Mafuyu. And Mafuyu has a very sad background mm. and basically finds himself through um, the relationship with uh, his new boyfriend, Ritsuka, and the band that he becomes part of. And they all have these different problems that they go through and how they work the, work through these issues together with them. There's a few little love triangles here and there, and it is um, it is really sweet. It's not yeah. hugely focused on the music, so if you go in there looking for a music anime, I would say it's not 
mainly this, that. This isn't a Hibiki Euphonium style no, show. No, but it, it is more for the drama. For romance. someone going in sort of entry level to like music and garage band kind of things, though, this does teach you a few things. Yeah, like they do, like he teaches mm. them the guitar and there's uh, a lot of um, behind the scenes about how they produce their music mm-hmm. and backstage and stuff like that as well. So it does have a little bit, but it's not like your Beck level no, of like no. music anime. Yeah, this is more focused on the relationship between the two Yeah, main and characters. like the drama with past relationships and mm-hmm. such like that as well. But it is very, very sweet and I'm excited to see where the movie is going to take us. It was originally due out in May, but it uh, focuses on the band's bassist and drummer and the little love triangle going on there as well. Yeah. So it's it looks really lovely and once again beautifully animated by Studio Lurch. So um, I think it's meant to be out August twenty first. Now is the rough date for Japan in for their cinemas, but we'll we'll find out obviously as we get close to that date as to whether it's a go. I'm sure we probably won't get it for a while if it's no. out in Japan cinemas too. So yeah, but yeah, keep, on keep keep that on keep that one in mind. Um, and that brings us to something I think everyone on the podcast team is quite excited to see. Oh, this is this is something special. Lupin the Third, the first. The first. The first CG entry in Lupin the Third, mm-hmm. talking about the first Lupin. And it looks so good. We, we haven't really stopped talking about this, you and I, I don't think any. I don't think we will until we see it, and then even then we're probably just going to be gushing about how epic it is. Lupin mm. episode, Lupin episode, Lupin episode. We've already done a Lupin episode. But I wasn't there. Well, we'll have to just do another <laughs> Lupin episode and look at Lupin films. I, yes. think, I think you're just going to have to join us for the film. Mm-hmm. What a shame. Big movie night. Uh, okay, so the film story, which centers on Lupin teaming up with a woman lame- named Letitia to steal the Breson Diary, a treasure that even the first generation Arsene Lupin could not steal. Which dun, is dun, why dun. it's called The First. Um, G Kids will be organizing the Western release of this, which will likely be as soon as cinemas can open in the US mm-hmm. um, because they've got the rights for it and they've all signed up for it and it's uh, apparently it's pretty much done. So... That's good news. Um, this is out now in Japan um, on Blu-ray. So Seriously? I know, right? We haven't even had it in the cinemas. It's already out on Blu-ray in Japan. I mean, that means you could probably just get it on do, Japanese Amazon then, Do I Japanese guess. Blu-rays mm-hmm. have English subtitles? No, they do no. not. But I'm sure someone will have the subtitles, and you, if you wanted to transcode it and put it in a folder, you definitely could. It's happening. Um, it runs for an hour and a half, so it's, it's by no means a short... A short stint. This is a proper full Lupin film, and it's going to be amazing. The music's going to be great. It's you know the usual action, adventure, comedy, mystery. Sign it. Hit up it's, the trailer for this. Just it looks hit up. So good. Yeah, the CG oh looks really good. And I know that sometimes when you hear the word CG with your anime, you don't want those to mix. Mm. But honestly, with some new CG stuff coming out recently has been really good. Like with the new Ghibli movie, looks quite good. Yeah. And you know, like the Dragon Quest movie and stuff like that as well. Mm. Like. Mm-hmm. And it says it actually says give CG a chance. Um, It actually says a lot that um, Monkey Punch before he passed away had given pretty much signed off on it, saying how excited he was with what they'd done with it. That's really nice. Um, And you know he was pretty much like it's kind of funny Monkey Punch's relationship with Lupin because he created this character in the mangas and then just kind of was the supervisor for all of the anime. He wasn't even the writer for most of the anime, which is crazy to think of. Very work here is done. Yeah, it's like I've created something epic for you now. Go my children make it even more epic a um, couple of things we do need to quickly cover off um, Fate Stay Night Heavens Feel 3 Spring Song you is mean Fate Stay Night author of the great big volume of manga yes yes okay. um, we've we've actually now got an expert on fate we have a fate 
man. We have a fate we man. We have a lawmaster. We have Finally, a lawmaster. Someone to unravel. Aaron, the I, I, I hope you tuned in because you are now aware that your title is fate lawmaster. <laughs> Please help us, Aaron. You're our only hope. Our so, only hope. Grand Order's first film has been pushed back, but Fate Stay Night's third and final Heaven's Feel film is finally heading to Japanese cinemas. Um, that's landing there, I think think this week um so that that'll finally hit there and that's apparently a pretty important story arc for that franchise so, Very much so. We'll, we'll, we'll find out more from aaron about that at some point because i'm sh- we're going to have to do a deep dive with him so we can figure out how this fate franchise works because kenny and i have not been able to figure it out yeah it looks it looks so big and so complicated you wonder uh, where the heck do i dive in where do i start mm. yeah no one knows nobody knows because it's, 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 it's i don't a, know it's a looping know. thing i've tried to fate so many times and every time <laughs> I just don't know. Um, <laughs> do I face? There's Boku no Hero Academia, the movie Two Heroes Rising. Um, that Blu-ray release is due this month as oh, yes, well. Yes, the uh, My Hero Academia movie. We were going to go out and see that. Which has just returned to cinemas in Australia this oh. week as well. So um, we'll see if we can find a way to go and catch that as well. Yes. But fortunately, that brings us to the end of... Of the list of you mean things. Unfortunately, no. Fortunately, because we're already <laughs> way over time. Um, How does this keep happening? Well, it's because there's always so much. But this time, at least, we're only over by half half the show. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. So we've got to wrap up here. We'll be back in a moment. Kawaii Radio. Yes, that's where we need to leave things for this episode. Thanks so much for joining us. Next episode, we're going to torment our new host. Wait, that's me. What? <laughs> yes, we're going to take a look at Death Note. Oh, I love Death Note. The like Netflix live like, action oh version. My God. Yeah, we'll be trying to a new way to bring you our reactions to, so stay what? tuned. It's going to be very interesting. <laughs> Oh, poor Loz. She doesn't know what she's walked into. Neither does Aaron. Neither does Farah. These people will be introduced to you. We like to make things interesting with this. We have things called enforced viewings where we pick things to make people watch. Well, we can. (laughs) (laughs) So, look, if you have got this far, make sure you like and subscribe to get our latest episodes. We'd love to have you on board. And don't forget to head over to our Instagram and our Facebook pages for breaking anime news and videos. You've been listening to Kawaii Fire Radio. Thanks for joining us. And until next time, watch some anime! anime!